Hi, welcome back to So No One Told You, our podcast where we talk about things in life that we really didn't expect. Today, our episode is going to be about driving. So this is Melissa. And this is Harem. And let's just jump right in. So did you have any expectations about driving growing up? Did you ever think about it? I've always had this dream of going on a road trip ever since I was a child. And you probably know this already because I always tell you that we should go on a road trip together. But that was always a thing for me. So I felt like as a child, I always wanted to become an adult. So in my head, (laughs) being an adult was equal to being able to drive, which isn't really true because I personally have only gotten my license like six months ago now and I'm 21 I guess that that makes sense it's like the the right age for driving but people started driving in high school yeah so that was kind of different than how I grew up because here in my country in Korea we're not allowed to drive unless we graduate from high school oh interesting Yeah, I started driving when I was 16, 17, I think. 17? Yeah. And it was weird. I think when I was growing up, I also, I think a lot of people do connect, like, growing up with driving. But I never really thought about it a lot, about, like, actually being behind the wheel. Like, we used to always go on road trips and, like, vacations, and I'd just be sitting in the car, just, and, like, my whole perspective was just, watching everything pass by the window and just stare out the window always on the side I never like looked forward and saw like what my dad was looking at when he was driving the car and I remember like at one point I got to sit either behind him or actually in the front the passenger seat but I think I'd have to be a little bit older and he asked me like oh do you want to like get pretend to drive or you want to get driving experience and I was like okay let's do it And he, like, told me where the pedals were, and I just pretended like I was pressing the gas and braking next to him and, like, pretending to turn a fake wheel in front of me. And I had this image of, like, oh, driving's easy if this is what driving is. (laughs) But I still, like, I hadn't, thinking about it now, I really had no idea what driving was going to be like. Because even in my head, like, I didn't know what the pedals looked like. I thought they would be, like, big and... I'd use both of my feet. <laughs> That's so interesting, the way that your your dad let you do that. But it's kind of similar in a way that I was allowed to kind of grab the handle when my dad or my mom was driving. And they would be like, all right, <laughs> let's see how you can handle this. Like, I mean, how you can grab this handle and handle the driving. <laughs> and if it went in the wrong direction that I didn't expect it to because I was basically sitting in the passenger seat. So it's really difficult for me to reach the handle, first of all, and to drive the car that is in a safer way. Um, So it is similar, but I feel like it was more of a, not an educational moment like that, but more so that it's scary like driving means scary and you should be careful when you're driving because you can really go anywhere if you don't focus on where your hands are where you're um, pressing the pedal and everything 
Yeah. Wow. That <laughs> that's a really risky experience. Yeah, I don't recommend it to any any that, child listening yeah, to this. But I don't think this is an eighteen plus show. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. And you can drive now, and everything worked out great. And you're not afraid. So, lesson learned. Well, I guess I was afraid when I was getting my license. Because another thing is yeah. when you're going to the the driving school here, so I got my、mm. license during、um, COVID, like the pandemic, and I went to this school for driving. And one thing they really make sure to do is they make sure that you're scared after one session of driving class. So they show you all these videos of different accidents that could happen、oh、from like your front yard to, you know, on a highway. I don't know if they do that in the U.S., but here that's like the main part of driving school is that you you learn to be afraid of driving before you actually learn to drive. Whoa, okay, they didn't do that at our driving school, but I guess no, they never scared us about driving. They scared us about train tracks. Like that's a scarring. Memory that I have in like elementary I... school. Oh, <laughs> I guess that was like an issue at the time. People were playing on train tracks, so they really scared us about that, and they scared、mm-hmm. us about talking to strangers on the internet, but never about driving. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you know what? In high school, we did have, like, when we were juniors and seniors, maybe they had they brought the class out to do like a demonstration about, dr- like, drunk driving and stuff, and like. Why it's bad and scary and stuff? Because I think recently, like before, I'd become a junior or senior. Like people got into a big accident and like some people died, so they were really like trying to scare people about that. But I think it was kind of late in the game to be warning people about it at that point. And I don't remember ever actually going to the presentation. Like I don't know what happened, but like maybe I I don't even know. Like I was in a class that we're taking a test or something. But my friends, I remember telling me, were like, "Oh, like, did you see the fire truck outside?" And I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, they they did the the presentation. They had like the car and everything." And I was like, "What are you talking about? I was in indoors the whole day, so I missed it." But I I feel the fear.、Oh. I didn't. Yeah. They actually brought the scene to you. Yeah, I guess I never saw it, but. I still think, yeah, you had more of a scare than I did for sure. Yeah, I mean, no one pays attention to to those videos. I mean, I did because I'm studious like that. But I feel like everyone else was on their phone or you know doodling or whatever, because it、oh. like no one takes it seriously there. Even the instructor, he was like just chilling. Oh. So I was there taking notes. Of you know, this is the accident that could happen at a traffic light, and this at, you know, some random street. Wow, I when I took my driving, driving class, like the written class in school, like my instructor was very uh, like passionate about teaching us, because、nice. he he did not want any like dumb drivers, because he's like I have a daughter. And when I when she grows up, like I don't want you like crazy drivers to be on the road and risk our lives. So he cared a lot, but he was like our gym teacher, 
and he just really like laid down the law and he was like you have to memorize these speed limits you have to know what these signs mean (laughs) so he he was he was an educator he was an educator a driving teacher at the same time so that makes sense yeah here it's just just a bunch of random old people who don't have anything to do and yeah they don't really take it seriously which i really didn't appreciate because they would you know talk shit about students in front of the students and it was like not a good environment to be in (laughs) oh my gosh yeah no we did not have that but i guess i'm lucky because like we had driver's ed in my high school and so they were teachers it was taught by a gym teacher so like he cared i guess he had to yeah that's good (laughs) (laughs) wow oh okay so how did it feel to go through that process because you did it pretty recently you know getting behind the wheel for the first time i don't i can't really remember it for me so even before going to the driving school for a couple of months i paid attention to my mom's driving from the passenger side because i knew i wanted to really get my license that year Mm -hmm. um, meaning last year so I asked a bunch of questions whenever she was driving somewhere and I got familiar I got to familiarize myself to different um like terms when it comes to driving and so I think I was a little more prepared than a lot of the other students who were in the same class as me um so it wasn't that difficult And also, I don't know how complicated the whole process is in the U.S., but here it's fairly mm, easy, simple. I mean, a lot of people fail their first test, first written test, and then like the first um, indoor exercise kind of driving test, and then we go into the actual road. Um, So some people do fail the first or second trials, but I passed everything just nice. by doing it once Ooh. because I studied and I, I really practiced um, and we had a car fortunately we had a car that was just lying around at my house so I was able to practice driving in that car before going to the test so I think it was a smooth process for me because I had the privilege of practicing and having someone to ask questions oh, that's nice Did you use that car when you took your driving test? So here everything's provided Mm -hmm. when you go to a driving school. There are a bunch of cars that you can um, take the test with. And I heard that in the U.S. you guys have to bring your own car, which I don't understand because you don't even have your license. So how do they even expect you to have a car? Um, So I think it makes more sense for me here because I didn't have to bring my own car. Yeah, I I guess that's how it works if you don't go through a driving school because I also went through a driving school, so I was provided a car and that one that I practiced with was the one that we t- like drove to take the test with. And oh yeah, I I did also do what you did and like watched people, you know, and and tried to get, understand a lot before I got behind the wheel cuz I think the day before I had to start my, fr- like, you have to do six hours of driving practice or, like, driving lessons before you can take your exi- your test. So mm-hmm. 
before those six hours even started, my dad, uh, made, like, took me to a parking lot at, like, an empty parking lot at a school, and we practiced turns so that I wouldn't, like, look like a fool, but it was totally fine. I could have done it, but he was just like, I want you to have experience behind the wheel at least once before you get in the road with this stranger, and I was like, okay. So I practiced turns a bit, and then I remember that whole time period, whenever I'd be in the car with my friend who already could drive, I would watch her because I was always really tense in the car, and my whole family, like my brothers were always very tense when they drove because I don't think my dad's a good teacher, like he makes us very nervous. So I would watch my friend who was so calm behind the wheel, and I would just like try to copy her and just emulate like she's so calm when she turns and she's she has one hand on the wheel sometimes the other hand you know just fixes her hair or something like she's not gripping onto the wheel and I tried Mm -hmm. to like copy that when I was driving like I'm so calm I am calm and then it would make me calm just like pretending to myself that you're not worried you know you you got this (laughs) and that's what got me through all the way yeah that's good and that's good that you got to practice turns before you actually went behind the wheel. For me, I didn't actually have the time and energy to practice that way. So my first day at the driving school, the teacher told me to get behind the wheel right away and start driving the car. And I didn't even know how to like actually like what to press. First of all, there's like two two different things <laughs> around my feet. And I was like, what what am I supposed to do with this? And the aggressive person that, that taught me that day just told me to do whatever I felt comfortable with. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't really know how to work this thing. And then he actually forced me and it actually worked. So I guess that's how they teach here. Yeah. You just go for it yeah you were just supposed to go for it I remember I like when you were telling that story I had a flashback to what my instructor did he was such a nice guy but I think the first or second lesson he was like what's the first thing you do and I was like you turn on the car and he was like wrong and I was like oh, like what <laughs> what do you mean and I he, had he the was, same question asked me yeah and he's like you buckle up and I was like oh okay yep. <laughs> so yeah, Before was... you buckle up, you check the the mirrors on both sides if they align with your point of view. I don't know if that's the first thing, but yeah. I think it, it's one of the first few steps before turning on the car. Yeah, it was definitely one of the, yeah. It was like all these trick questions. I was like, oh my gosh, do I not know how to drive? What I wonder do you mean? If, I wonder if those people actually do that. <laughs> I bet. I do it still, like because other people drop we like share cars my family so they adjust everything so i have to get in Mm -hmm. and i adjust it back so i have to but i don't know if it's like mandatory for everyone yeah they immediately failed us if we didn't do that um on the exam on the driving test what you had to fix the the mirrors and if you didn't seem to care about the mirrors they would immediately just fail you and you have to get out of the car Ooh, yikes a little strict that is scary and strict that when i took my test i was it was so early in the morning and i was sitting with my instructor and we were just waiting 
for all the like test proctors to come out. So I was like in a line of like three cars and we we're just waiting and I was just so scared and he was like, you're going to be fine. Uh, like I know the instructors or like the proctors there. There's like a really nice lady. Then there's like an, um, like a, a, just a regular guy. And then there's one dude who's like, he's pretty short and he's really angry and he's mean and I, I, you won't get him. Like, I don't even think he works today, but he's like, he's like an angry Smurf. Like I hate him and he's just the worst. And then when the proctors came out, like lo and behold, angry Smurf guy started walking towards my car. And I was like, no, please not. And he, my instructor was like, I'm so sorry. It's okay though. It's going to be fine. He's not that bad, but I'm sorry. And I was like, what? And then he just, he got out and then the instructor, the proctor came in. He's like, good morning and then we we just had to go and i was so scared i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god why <laughs> but you passed it i passed it but i was so scared especially knowing that this was like the worst like the worst dude to get i was like why why did i get this man and he said nothing like throughout the whole test i was just terrified and when i did my parallel parking i like kind of messed up and I was like oh frick I gotta do it again so I just took my time and I did it again and then when I finished like I took forever and then I finished and I was like I'm good and he was like hmm okay let's move out and I was like okay <laughs> like he made no facial expressions he, he said nothing he was just like mm-hmm and I, he was just writing the whole time and I was so scared but it all worked out and at the very end Aww. yeah he said nothing when I finished like I I, w I was sure I passed but he didn't say anything, so I was like, did I pass? <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. sat there uncomfortably until he was like, he was writing, and he didn't look at me, and then he was like, congratulations, and then just handed me a paper, and I was like, thank you, woohoo, and he just stared at me <laughs> in silence, and I was like, oh, okay, do I just leave now? <laughs> I guess he's not angry, he's just silent. Yeah, and he, he did not care for my my nerves wow well you talked about parallel parallel parking yeah which isn't required here when you Ooh. take the test you just have to do the other parking i don't know what that's called in english it's, we call it the the t parking mm -hmm. because you first have to go straight and then you back up but then you turn your your wheels to one side so that you actually get perpendicular to the side that you came from does that make sense yeah yeah i know what you're saying i just i'm trying to think of the name like if there's a name for it but i guess yeah t parking makes sense yeah, so we do that instead of parallel parking. So I still struggle with parallel parking. And that was something that I didn't expect. Um, after getting my license, I thought I was all prepared to go out. And, you know, at least parking was something that I, I was sure that I would be good at. Um, but driving's a lot more than just driving in the straight lane. Um, it's a lot of turns and parking and unexpected people on the road oh yeah for sure yeah it's way more than just driving straight i mean a lot of it is 
But I think the big scary things for me are, yep, it was parallel parking and like going on highways that scared me, switching lanes. Because I Mm -hmm. felt like for the longest time, I didn't know what I was looking for. When I would look in my mirrors and stuff, I was like, it looks fine to me. Like, is there more? What's a blind spot? (laughs) What am I supposed to be looking for? And I would just do it and be fine. But yeah, now, like I, since I took my test after that, like I completely forgot how to parallel park and I didn't know how to do it. And I didn't know what I was looking for when we were practicing. I would always, I was just kind of memorizing it, but I didn't know what I was doing until recently because my friend here, she is a master at parallel parking because that's the only like available spot where she can park in front Mm. of her apartment. So she does it every day. And when I was trying to pull up to her house uh, recently, her apartment recently, I had to parallel park and she was just standing right outside just telling me what to do. And she was also on a phone call with me so I could see her and she was watching me do it. And she was just telling me like, turn your wheel all the way left. Now go, now go reverse stop, (laughs) turn it all the way right, go forward a little bit, keep going. And it was just like perfect instructions. And I did that twice with her and now I know how to parallel park like really well. I know what I'm doing. I could do it on my own. It takes me some time, but I can do it. Good for you. Free. thank you so yeah. we'll work on it I with need, you yeah i need a virtual lesson yeah. with you and here oh yeah you'll you'll definitely you'll get it down she's a master at it <laughs> all right yeah what else was there anything else you wanted to add before we go into our stories of the week mm, maybe one last thing your driver's license photo because that's like the hottest topic ever <laughs> when you get your license, making it look good. Were you prepared? I made your picture all pretty. So the thing is, we get to bring our own photos here. <gasps> what? But <gasps> I made I made the worst decision because I was so tired and I got lazy that day that I just took out um, one of my old photos from when I was 16 Oh. And supposedly <laughs> the photo is supposed to be um, six months, you know, prior to the <laughs> day. It has to be um, taken six months before that or, you know, earlier. And I just took that photo from when I was 16 and I didn't have a problem because I basically looked the same except for my skin tone. No. <laughs> um, you tanned and I used incredibly. That photo. Yeah, and it's it's just so bad to look at i i can see the difference you know i (laughs) i'd hope that photo was very much photoshopped and it doesn't look like me at all oh my gosh the only thing that makes it better is that i have my um so we have this national id that's kind of like the state id mm-hmm. that you guys have in the u.s i guess it's it's like the second version of driver driver's license but then you don't have to actually know how to drive you just have the ID- identification card yeah. and i have the same photo there so that's the only thing that's okay because if someone asks me is this like actually you because you don't look like this person in this image I can show them my second ID that has the same photo. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I should have taken another one. Oh, you should. You have so many good pictures of you recently. (laughs) 
Okay, that's so funny. You definitely have changed since you were 16. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That, that, that's okay. I guess it, it works out. At least it, it serves its purpose as ID. Yeah, and I thought in the U.S. you were allowed to bring your photos as well. So I actually took a photo for my U.S. driver's license oh. in advance, and I have the photo with me, but your face tells me that you're not allowed to bring your photos. Nope, you gotta go to the DMV, the, the motor vehicle's place, and take it there. And you can retake it as many times as you like. Like, I don't think they care, but some people who work there, like, because the DMV is notoriously, like, grumpy and just not a fun time. Like, you feel bad wasting these people's time, but they waste your time, so really you can... <laughs> It's it's justified. I think I got mine taken, like, for my first driver's license photo. I was like, can we do it one more time, please? And she was like, okay. <laughs> and I got it, like, taken twice. But, yeah, like, the big thing is that you can't really smile anymore in your photos. Because if you really? were... Yeah, if you were to get, like, pulled over and a cop was to look at you, like, you would not smile at them. <laughs> so, you know, they got to make it look accurate. So you, you can, like, kind of smirk. Uh, but really, like, showing your teeth in a full grin, like, they, they'll be like, no, be more relaxed. So you kind of have no. to look, like, dead in your photos. If You can do, like, a slight smile. I tried that. So, like, my, my pictures are not sad looking, but they're not what I wish they could be. Because <laughs> my but resting face is nice. I smile when I'm anxious. If someone pulls me over, I would smile at them. Maybe that's what you Whatever. do. You can convince the DMV, but like, please, just let me smile. Yeah, I can't. I can't actually take the smile off of my face. So you, you need to, you need to let me. Yeah. <laughs> and now on to our stories of the week. Stories of the week. You got anything good? Oh, I, I had something, and now I can't remember it. <laughs> it's very late at night for me here. I can't think i actually i was thinking of something wait um no do you have something <laughs> i have something similar to the story that i shared on our radio show a little help for my friends on wtbu the beat of boston, boston university, university. <laughs> uh, but on our last episode i talked about how someone mistook mistake mistakenly told me i could be someone's mom because i looked that old and this week something similar happened when i was in the middle of my nap my little precious nap <laughs> and someone knocked on the door my dog starts barking i go outside and it's the post um the mailman mm -hmm. delivering something for my stepdad and he comes in and he's like, oh, do you know um, this person saying my stepdad's name? And I was like, yeah, he lives here. And he asks me, oh, are you his wife then? <gasps> oh, my gosh. Like, first of all, he has a name that could be ranging from, you know, at least 40 years old until like, <laughs> I don't know, like 80 or something like that. Like his name is actually very old fashioned. Yeah. So I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't think he, he thought I was in my 20s at least. And it might have been the tired, tiredness on my face because I had just woken up from a nap 
but I was very shocked. And I told I told him that was my father and I yeah, I was very sad and I went back to sleep and slept for like four hours after that. Oh my gosh. Oh. So I guess these past few weeks I've been looking old. No, that's so sad. You don't. You look so youthful and pretty. (laughs) Yeah, I I guess in people's eyes, I don't. That's insane. But that's really funny because since you told that story on our radio show, I literally replay that conversation in my head. And I just keep thinking about the moment I called you mature and I feel really bad about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's good to be mature, good to look mature, I guess. You can get away with a lot of things. Yeah, but uh, that's... I can't believe it. You don't look old. Like, you do not look like someone's wife, someone's mature wife. You don't look like your mom, age-wise. Even though your mom looks very young. I agree. Yeah. But she's 50-something, so I don't want to look like... A 50-year-old. Yeah, no, you don't. Don't worry about it. Anyways, <laughs> moving on to you. What a great story of the week. Um. Oh, ooh, ooh, okay, so last week of classes, I finally have free time. I've been crocheting this, uh, like, crop top, tank top thing for weeks because I, I could have finished it, like, in a day, but it's just been taking me so long because of, like, finals and stuff. And now we're done. And I finally got to finish this top, like, really late at night, like, 2, 3 a.m. And I was like, let me put it on. I'm so excited. I'm going <laughs> to I just can't believe I finished it. And I put it on, and it's great. But I immediately noticed, like, mm, it's a little, not tight, but it's not stretchy. <laughs> and I was like, but it's fine. I'll just put it on. It's great. And I took pictures. I was like, it's done. It's great. And then I tried taking it off, and it was stuck. It would not budge. And I'm trying to pull it from, like over my head and my arms just don't work that way and it wouldn't wouldn't come off and I was like let me let me try to pull it down and it wasn't working and I was like oh frick so I had to just go to bed with that on until I woke up in the morning (laughs) and I told my mom please can you just like rip this off of me (laughs) so then I had to hold my arms straight up and then bend my back like a dolphin and then she just grabbed it and just pulled it (laughs) off of me and it worked, but it's kind of sad that it, it barely fits me just because it's it's tight. It doesn't stretch. I don't know why the yarn I used, I don't know why I picked it, but it was a mistake. <laughs> so what are you going to do now? Are you going to do that every time you wear that top? or? Well, I put it on today, and I guess it stretched a little bit because I managed oh, to take it off. It was still a yeah. struggle, but I did it on my own. So I guess it should be fine now, but it's it's not the best top to... Like, I wouldn't do it, wear it if I was in a rush or I had to change quickly because <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. It won't let me, which is really sad. I keep looking at it on the floor. I threw it on the floor because I'm mad at it. Oh, yeah. maybe you can add some more yarn yeah i know i don't know how crocheting works the way i made it like i went around the body to do it so i can't add more width wise i can only make it longer or shorter so it's 
there's no saving it. <laughs> I'll just have to or make another one. Or add a zipper, even though that might be a little more complicated. Yeah, see, that makes sense. A lot of tutorials and crochet tops out there are like tie ones where you tie it on in the back with straps. Mm. And now I understand why it's so necessary. Because <laughs> most things you crochet are not stretchy and it just doesn't work right. out. Yeah. So that's my next project, oh. <laughs> making something with a tie. But yeah, that's my story of the week. Well, thanks for sharing, and I'm glad it, it, it was actually off of you. Imagine you still wearing that, like having to wear it in the shower, having to wear it everywhere. If I lived alone, I, guess, I yeah, yeah mm -hmm. that would be my resort. Like, because I would be too heartbroken to like cut it off me. If I lived alone, yeah. I would it would just be stuck. Like, I would have no one to t take it off of me. I don't know how I'd do it. Now you know to add a zipper or a tie. So. Oh, yeah. Um, we learn something new every day, don't we? We sure do. And that's why our podcast exists. So we can keep talking about the new things that we've learned over the course of our lives. Exactly. And sometimes reality is different than our expectations. And that's the whole point of our podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in today. And on that note, we will say our goodbyes and see you all next week. Or sometime even sooner. Alright, see you next, next episode. episode. See ya, bye. Bye.